Okay, good evening, everybody. So I, I continue to get a, um, actually a, a, quite a bit of correspondence and emails about this class. Uh, some for those who l listen to it live, many for those who are listening to it either on, on, online or uh, via videotape. So I want to read one letter. Actually, I got this last Wednesday. And I really, um, I asked, actually, from, it's from Sam Schmuel-Adler. I asked him permission um, if I could actually read this. He said, certainly. And he told me um, that you should know that this is just one of the many stories that happened to them during their saga. I think that the, the email that I'm about to read uh, really highlights why bitachon and trust and hope is so uh, essential and so necessary and needed, and the power of it uh, to not only get a person through difficult and challenging situations, uh, spiritually and emotionally, but actually to be a proactive schus and merit for a person to actually have salvation, actually to have uh, a Yeshua on their own uh, through Bitochon. So I just, again, I did ask him permission, so I'm going to read to his email, and I just wanted to just tell you, when you read this email, you know, knowing their story, uh, when you think about, imagine and visualize yourself going through this uh, with four children. So as you know, the Adlers, they were on vacation in Italy uh, when this outbreak uh, came up. They got, they got stuck in Italy. Their, their plans to go to Israel were crushed. Um, and then uh, they got, went to figure they go to France. And uh, and from France, they assumed they would go to the, from there to Israel, and then it became clear they couldn't stay in France. So the Adlers decided to go uh, to uh, South Africa, and this is the this is the the the, the email that that Sam Adler emailed me. And again, he did tell me he gave me full permission to this email for those just joining the call now. And he also told me, just for the record, this is just one of many stories. But I really believe that it, it, it really illustrates the power of Bitochon and the necessity of Bitochon. So Shalom Rabbi Levine, this is last Wednesday. I didn't have, we were doing the other shirim and then have time to do it, but I want to read it now. Shalom Rabbi Levine, we're currently en route from Cape Town to Philly, and I thought I'd just check in. I listened to your first Bitochon shir yesterday, it was last week, as we were driving in South Africa after being in crisis mode due to the country announcing it is going into a total country lockdown for three weeks starting tomorrow. No flights in or out, and, it's, and a state department uh, country announcing it's going to uh, department level four, level four global travel alert, which is the highest, saying that all Americans need to come home immediately unless they have plans to stay where they are indefinitely. So we had confirmed our seats for yesterday, on Emirates via Dubai, but Emirates then canceled all of their flights uh, and would be grounded starting this Wednesday. So our, no, remember, they were in Italy, they went to France, from France they went to South Africa, figure it's in Africa, now South Africa gets, is getting shut down. So then they make, they figure they get to the Emirates, to Boston, and that flight gets canceled. Then they announced all their flights would be grounded starting Wednesday, so our Dubai to Boston flight would, would not take place, so they canceled our flight out of Cape Town. My brother and our parents helped us 
as we ended up uh, getting the last seats on a Lufthansa flight to Chicago via Frankfurt. That means we're going to have to fly from, after leaving Europe to South Africa, and have to get from fly from Chicago, to, to, from South Africa to Frankfurt to get to Chicago to ultimately get to Philadelphia. Uh, we got to the airport with our confirmed seats, and we got to the desk to check in. They said that our seats had been moved to standby, and they had been randomly selecting people to get seats on the flight. So we started saying to Hillem, and I daven mincha like I never have before. And as you mentioned in your shi'a, I really took advantage to get close to Hashem. They told us to get back, come back an hour before the flight. We got there four hours early to be safe. And so I took Chaim David with me, for those who don't know the Adlers, Chaim David is his oldest son. And we started saying Tehillim together while we were waiting for them to randomly select us. Then our turn came and we got our seats. I went to get Fabian and the little kids, they have, the Adlers have four kids, as we're pushing our carts through the sea of people, trying to also get on, on a flight, I felt like we were splitting the Yams of the Red Sea, the Red Sea, as people were letting us go through to check our bags and our tickets. It is a scene I will never forget. I will say that one of the, our hardest moments was two nights ago when we no longer had a flight out of South Africa and we're fa- facing the prospect of staying there indefinitely. It's humbling and easy to panic in this situation, as I'm sure many people are all over the planet and in the Anamachai community. In my darkest moments of fear, I closed my eyes and said to myself that all of this is from Hashem. If we were meant to stay in South Africa, we would make the best of it, and we get closer to Hashem while doing it. I'm just going to finish Sam's email. I hope all is well with you. And I'm reminded how you would often say that things were decreed last Rosh Hashanah. There is a plan, and our job is to do what we can, to push as hard as we can be, the best we can in whatever situation Hashem puts us in, as it is all for our own good. We're landing in Chicago in a couple of hours. This is last Wednesday. Then on to Newark where we're renting a car to drive to Amish countryside near Philly, where we'll sequester for a month, and hopefully Mashiach will have come, or Shul's will have opened by then, Smiley, called to Shmuel. And then he has a quote, which uh, I'll take a little credit. I said this once in my drasha, and he asked you for the quote. It's a quote by Albert Einstein. Uh, there are only two, way, two ways to live your life. One is, though, nothing is a miracle, and the other is that everything is a miracle. It's a quote from Einstein. This letter, I always want to say this letter, besides being amazing, really, I, I, if I had to pick an illustration, guess Shmuel, Sam Adler, I'm sure there's more details, of, of what Bitochan is for a person and for a family and the power of Bitochan, this is a perfect letter. Why? Because, number one, for a family like the Adlers, who had all plans for months ahead, and then go to Italy and to Milan and Florence and get stuck in Italy in a very precarious situation. Then run to France and again plan change. And you figure you go across the world to South Africa and that ends. And then you, get, then you, you, you realize you may get stuck in South Africa for many, many weeks. Um, and then you get to Germany and you get to Germany and you're not going to get onto the flight because it doesn't make sense. To maintain 
Think if you don't have bitachon. You look at the world, like, you, you feel like you're just being chased around the world. And, and what's, what's Shmuel Adler saying? Um, there is a plan, and our job is to, to do what we can, to push as hard as we can to be the best we can in whatever situation that Hashem puts us in. It is all for our own good. And that's true. Whatever they went through, for many reasons, was there for our own good. So number one, this email, and I appreciate Shmuel, I, 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 I thank him for giving permission to read this, uh, is an illustration how Bitochan gives a person the, the, the peace of mind to get through all situations. Uh, Shmuel Adler is a Jew, who I know many, very well for many years, considered very close, close to myself, um, who lives with Hashem. And because of that, he, he and his amazing wife and children were able to deal with a situation which if you didn't have this kind of Bitochan, I mean, forgetting having a panic attack, you can make terrible decisions. You know, I just saw an, email, uh, uh, an article, I didn't read it in depth, how domestic abuse, how all kinds of, you know, emotional breakdowns are happening now, and you can, at some level, say it's to be expected. But a person, as I mentioned last night, who has bitachon and hope, you live in a different planet. This, this email was, was because a Jew lives with bitachon and realizes that nothing in life uh, is is not a miracle. Everything is a miracle, and everything comes from a kaddish miracle. So, number one, the fact that he and his family, in the darkest moments, were able to stay positive, is because of the talk. Number two, is also, which is I think is extraordinarily important, is what he said that they got to Lufthansa and they were told um, that they were taking uh, they were on standby, and really they were only taking German citizens. So at that point. What did Shmuel Adler and his son Chaim David did? They said to Hillam. Which means they, they realized if they're going to get on this flight to get that Red Sea, that splitting of the sea, which he'll remember the rest of his life, it happened because of his Bitochan. Which means not only does Bitochan, this trust in God, uh, allow a person the serenity that they need, but trust in God gives a person uh, true bracha, true salvation. So I, with that introduction, I really want to, I want actually to finish this base, Halevi, Tonight, because most of the safer, I don't. I, I was just reviewing this, reviewing it today, is not so pertinent for us now. It's super important for life, but most of this contrast, uh, he'll discuss uh, bitachon as far as career and being involved in the workforce, which is which is in the 19th century, uh, post right post industrial revolution, before any kind of laws of and, and, and rights for workers and. All kinds of all of the upheaval. There were, you really need to have bitachon not to work on Shabbos. You need to have bitachon to not believe that your parnasa, your your career, is totally up to you. Uh, today, there's challenges in the workforce, but not nearly as much as the 19th century. So, a lot of this work deals with career and seeing God in career and in parnasa and in putting bread on the table. Uh, and it's certainly very relevant in general, but not pertinent for not no for what we need to do now. So, I'm going to not do the rest. I will continue with Bitochon at least for the next few days, and I'll be connecting it to Pesach. So starting tomorrow night, and Be'ezus Hashem, I think it'll be good for Bitochon, it'll be good for Pesach. We'll do Emunah and Bitochon going into Pesach, uh, which will be a little bit of a different Kisha, a little bit of a different angle. But tonight I really want to finish up with, with Nogea, which germane for all of us. Um, says the Beis Halevi, after talking about, if you remember, that all of the things we put our faith in, all things that we look at, they're not, even though we're obligated to do all of our due diligence, they're not really 
the salvation will not really come for that. The salvation really comes from putting our faith in, in, in Hashem. That, that creates the calmness, and that's where really the Yeshua comes from itself. Zakhtar Beisalevi says the Beisalevi, Gam Zoysi Asim Ha'odim Alibo, a person has to put to their hearts. Ki Hashem Bitchoino Bebasar, Ki Hashem, excuse me, Bitchoino Bebasar Vedam, a person puts their faith in Basar Vedam, Novad She'enu Moyal, not only does it not help, because again, we're obligated to do our due diligence, whether it's in our careers, whether it's for health, whether it's for protecting uh, our, our health. Um, as the Pasuk says, don't put your faith and your hope in Nidivim, but with but with people where there's no they can't be your salvation. They you know, they there's no guarantee whatever they're doing that they can offer you the hope that you need. Or it's humans. People let you down. I had someone promise you they'd make a phone call to me. They didn't call me today. They did call me, but it, much later. Why? Because things came up, you know? The, the person could want to, things come up. Uh, there's all kinds of people that have their own interests. Yeah, if there, there are all kinds of curves in me, and very often human beings just cannot deliver. They don't have the ability uh, to, uh, you know, to deliver. Don't put your faith and your trust in anybody. Ultimately, your faith and trust is in Hashem. But not only that, if you put your, you believe your salvation, your hope, um, you know, is dependent on individuals, you're actually, as Yermiyahu, as Jeremiah says, you're cursed. Pasuk says in Yermiyahu, Parakid Zion, hey, adam. a person is cursed. Well, why are they cursed? Because when you, when you really put your hope, it doesn't mean, if you, if you want to be a politician, listen, I, 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 I actually enjoy, uh, I don't know if they, I enjoy politics, not only following politics, but I enjoy the political process. I, you know, when I was involved in the era or other projects, I, you play politics. But you know what? Hey, politicians come, politicians go. People make promises they may or may not keep. Of course, you have to do your due diligence. But ultimately, it's all from Hashem. You know, when you realize, uh, I, I felt this with the era of more than ever. It's it's as much as you try. It's all siyat we, we we fool ourselves when we believe. It's all divine. Help! If we fool ourselves when we believe, it's up to us. We're obligated to be doers, and you know I've given drushas that sometimes I believe we don't. We 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 think we can watch the game of life and imagine everything will work out okay. It's not true. We need to do everything we can to be successful uh, in this world. Everything we can to fight anti-Semites. Everything we can to make a career. Everything we can to take care of our health. But realize after all of that, it's 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 up to God. And we put our faith not in me and you and in other human beings, but in Hashem. And if we do put our faith in man, that we're really doing is we think that man decides our fate, man decides a destiny, when really it is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it's Hashem. Um, and, it, and therefore, if you do that, it's your curse because you've taken away God's uh, dominion in this world, God's divine providence. Mama, oy God sichlis. And he says, "Not only a curse, how can I shite that?" What kind of fool are you to do that? Uh, you want to get a, a curse from uh, the, the verse of Yirmiya? That promises you, and in the end, their promise 
is, is, is ultimately nothing. It doesn't mean that if, if you're going to deal in human dynamics or in people or your job, of course do what makes the most sense and do the, the you know, again, being savvy and being, make, really pushing yourself, especially in areas of where it demands it, is, is the right thing to do in most of the time. But it's, you don't put your faith in it. You put your faith in Hashem, which we'll get to soon. Again, one of these things I love about this email, not because we're in a time of COVID-19, which has shown all of us that nobody knows anything about the future. Nobody, I mean, from the CDC to the political process, nobody today, there's not one human being today who can honestly tell you the end game for the world or for us. There's, not, there's, no, one, there's no one. They can speculate. They can't. They can even promise, but they can't deliver, right? That that's always true. Just now, it's but let's. Uh, and when you're when you when you when you're looking at this email, you see a Jew realizing that whatever you think may work, wherever you're going to run, there's there's no guarantee. Uh, that's always the case. Just sometimes it's 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 more obvious. Uh, so if you put your faith in man, if you forget about Hashem, you lose twice. Boilam Hazah. In this world, it could be a reason not to get what you want. It says in Job at Eve that the, the, when you through wicked deeds and wicked acts and wicked thoughts, wicked meaning, you know, uh, that's the, the, the ultimate of, of, of it. But in general, when a person puts, takes a wrong angle in life in order to be successful, uh, they, they, they lose out in this world. And they'll also be punished in the world to come. Uh, because and you'll be punished in the world to come. And I will also say, um, he discussed a little bit later on, which we're not going to get to, but it's certainly brought in the classical works. If you're putting your faith in man, you'll be not only very disappointed very often, you'll be very nervous. Um, you know, I was talking to someone, actually talking, I was corresponding to somebody last week in tech, who told me that everyone in his company right now is is uh, is working such crazy hours? Why? Because of the instability of the world, they're worried that maybe their company is going to have cutbacks. So they're all trying to outdo each other. You know, in general, what you, in general, when you put your faith in man, you live a life of nervousness because if you're up to this person can help me or hurt me, this is the person. You know, I I I, I like I, you know to whatever small extent I do, I try to raise money. If I believe that it's me and this guy, this guy's going to make me or break me, I can be nervous. We all have this. You know, in human dynamics, we're always dealing with people. And, and whenever, as I mentioned last night, whenever you're dealing with someone who has power over you, there's a euro, there's a fear. Well, if you believe it's up to them, your career, your life, your success, so you have a certain amount of... of, of no matter who you are, you're going to be uncomfortable because you believe that your fate, your success, your dreams, your hopes is up to somebody beyond you. Uh, when really it's not the case. That person is like the stick. They, uh, they, it all comes from God. If God wants this person to give that to you, that's what you'll get. And if he doesn't want it to give it to you, you won't get it. Period. And, you know, and if this person doesn't give it to you, if he's not the shliach, if he's not the messenger, harbe shulchem l'maka Hashem is many, many people who can give you that shlicha so you can go ahead and end up to you. And you, so if you, if you put your trust in man, it's also, it, it, you, you live a life which is much more difficult and challenging to be happy. And very often you're unnecessarily fearful. Now, it doesn't mean to be a shaita, a fool. 
if somebody's powerful, uh, not to deal with them uh, properly. It, of course, like everything in life, you have to deal with these properly. But you put our faith in Hashem. And I'm going to get to the Rufu in a few minutes. The Achar Sheispar HaAdam says the base Levi, when it becomes clear, when you have a Torah angle, you know, when you learn a Sefer like this, um, you, and you inculcate it, you look at the world differently. You have a different set of glasses. You don't, you, there's, there's many ways to, to look at the world. Like, since I have this quote in front of me, like, I, like Einstein, who was, it was a complex, his own beliefs, but what he said is very true. There are only two ways to live your life. One is when nothing is a miracle. The other is that everything is a miracle. And when you have a Torah grant, it's not just words. You know, I, I, there are many people that tell me believe in God, and, and they do believe in God, but they're words. It's, it doesn't impact them. It doesn't, it doesn't transform them. It's, it's like a, it, I think the average American, certainly, even what they call the nuns, most of them believe in a, in a divine being in God. But it has so little to no impact in our lives. How do I know this? Because I, I, if you look at 99%, at least 99%, maybe 99.5% of all the articles of COVID-19, there is no mention of God. Now, if, if 90% of the country believes in, in God, you would imagine that it, there should be discussed. Of course, they talk about effect on religion, but not, it's like, uh, it's, it's not a microscope. It's not looking at themselves. It's not, it's, it's, it's a telescope. It's, oh, well, how it affects religion. But it's not talk about what God's telling me and you, or is there a message for me and you. They don't even think on those terms. Nobody thinks of those terms because it's just, you know, it's words. And really, for when we wear Torah glasses and we're learning B'tachan, we realize that everything in this world is God speaking to us and, 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 and part of it, everything, is how we relate to God in it whether you're stuck in South Africa or you're stuck in your bedroom in San Jose, Palo Alto, Santa Cruz. It's the same message, right? There's a, like God's speaking, that's, it, it, yes, the permutation of it, it's, it's unique to us, but there is there's there's something for all of us. And after that's clear to us, you shouldn't put your faith in any human being. So where do you put your faith? In Hashem. It's one of the Torah commandments of Shasadin, Sholom. And in fact, in the future, we will all be asked one of the questions. Guys, very kind. He tells us the questions that will be asked. The Talmud brings down the questions of each human being. And certainly every Jew will be asked after 120 years when they come to final judgment. One of those, did you wait for Mashiach? She is peace of Yeshua. Pirish in Yeshua. Did you believe that there will be a Mashiach? Did you believe there will be Yeshua? Velonis Yaishimer, that you didn't give up. Uh, you strengthen yourself in and a person has bitachon gains twofold. It's in this world it is a, an ability to get what you need. Because by the way, it's not just that the, the school is not just that when you have bitachon you, you rely on Hashem or you have the hope, as I spoke about in the Ramchal last night. It's also that if you if you if you keep the faith, if you if you have positivity. You won't give up. You, you'll push yourself. Just on a push it rational plane that a person who is betachan is able to cope and live in this world uh, success, successfully. You're not going to be, be petrified from a bad report because you're going to put your betachan to Hashem. That's for this world. 
you also, a person who's bitachon, you're constantly connected to Hashem. One of the things I spoke about last night with the Ramachal, that bitachon makes a person close to the Rebbe Yisrael. If you're close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, you are rewarded. That closeness itself is the greatest, from the greatest mitzvahs, it's from the greatest levels of amuna, of faith, of kirva, of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you're rewarded for the closest for the bitachon itself. Uh, <laughs> that's a, it's a general principle with all of commandments we're not really rewarded in this world mitzvah, how the currency in this world to pay a person back it's not enough for a mitzvah a mitzvah is infinite you think a person you know, I, 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 I get typically uh, you know, once in a while usually a, a Jew who's like barely does anything and they'll say to him, Rabbi, you know, I did this. Why is, why is my life challenging? Because they imagine that, and they, usually they don't, they don't know better, and they're well-meaning, to be honest, but they also imagine that you should be rewarded, you should be living like, you know, like a Rothschild in this world. Um, and so why is this happening? I did this nice, this good deed. Ah, you broke half of the Torah and plus, but I did this good deed. But it's, it's more than that. It's they don't chap, they don't understand they don't appreciate the value of mitzvah. If you get a good job, you get a good career, they, they, they can't pay you back for mitzvah. Mitzvah is infinite. They don't appreciate it. Mitzvah, the real reward for mitzvah is eternity. I, in this world, it's called mitzvah What do we get in this world? The person who gets to mitzvah happens to be, it's the, it's the best life. It's the holiest. It's the most geshmak life of, of connection to Hashem and balance and beauty. Uh, but that's not even the reward. The, the reward in this world, Hashem gives a person... Uh, a certain amount of sustenance in this world, and, and the, but the real reward, a person is required, a person is paid back in the world to come. I'm just going to skip, and again, we're going to be ending the Sefer tonight, and actually want to end with the Gemara. That she says that the Medrash says, Baruch HaGever, it's on the opposite. A person is blessed. A person who puts uh, Hashem as his Miftacho. Who is that? Who is Hashem Miftacho? It's Yosef. You think of Yosef HaTzadik. Now, I'm reading Shmuel Adler, who had a month of traveling around the world with his wife and four kids, uh, going from place to place, and everywhere, wherever they run, they, they get caught in this web of, of COVID-19. And the Betochan, the, 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 the you think of Yosef HaTzadik, Joseph, at the age of 17, is sold by his brothers, and thrown into, uh, thrown into a, an Egyptian royal house where the mistress is trying to seduce him and rip away every ounce, every drop of his Yiddishkeit, huh? to walk around the house naked, trying to take this yeshiva bachar called Yosef and, 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 and pervert him in the, in the worst possible ways. Uh, and he rejects her, gets thrown into a prison. A prison in those days was a pit with no windows and no life and no showers, and nothing. They didn't cut your hair. And he's there for years. <laughs> years! With no hope, when no one comes out of there, and you think to yourself, "How in the world do you get? How do you stay positive if you're Yosef Atzadik? How does Joseph do this? Who is the person who's blessed, uh, who will end up the viceroy of Egypt, the person who saves the world? It's going to be Joseph because as we talk on him. The one mistake he made is at one point when he tried to get out, and he told uh, uh, the Sarhamashkin that the minister of the drinks, which in those days was quite important. If you remember me, he was punished to have too many angels. Because even when you're doing it, your style is Joseph, who will ultimately smile in prison, keep his guard up in prison, be happy in prison, have, have a constant shame Hashem. 
The Medrash says that his guy was constantly on his lips in prison, and that's how he ultimately get out. And his own level, he was punished because he put his faith in the Sar HaMashkin. Yeah, Joseph should have kept his, what will ultimately be his salvation, and in his salvation will lead to salvation of the world, or he should for the world, take faith only in Hashem. There's a Torah to Adam HaYasha, and this is what the Torah Adam HaYasha, Kishumagilo Ezot Sar Chalila, when you have some kind of difficulty, some kind of challenge, Oh, you're struggling financially. You know, part of this COVID-19, we haven't even, you know, is the, the financial reality of, of many people ruin many Jewish organizations, schools, the challenges they're going to have in the weeks and months ahead. And it says, ultimately, if they do your due diligence. Now, let me just say something. You know, Rabban Cutler, I mentioned last night uh, about his great bitochon. Uh, and, how that, and then how I, you know, that spoke out that. that was his greatest character trait. I heard from some two people who were there and saw that with their own eyes. That when Rabbi Aaron was sick, in the old days he used to have pills, he'd open the pills, he'd take the powder, he would put it on the spoon, and he would lick the spoon on both sides. He was so careful to get every bit of the medicine. Whatever the medicine, or whatever the thing we need to do, we have to do it correctly. But Rabbi Aaron, he didn't put his faith in the medicine. He was obligated to take the medicine because that's the way Hashem created the world. His faith comes from Hashem. We put our faith in Hashem. So if it's whether it's financial, whether it's health, whether it's preventative health, whether we're in today, whether it's getting out of South Africa, wherever we're, we're getting wherever we need to be in this world, we put our faith in Hashem. And we're having challenges and difficulties, and life is challenging, and we're going to knock on our door. The first thing we should do is not, you know, do the definition of insanity and just do more and more and more of the same thing. Uh, we should do what we need to do, but to, to, to look into our lives and say, what does Hashem want from me? You to cry out to Hashem. Hashem should hear you. As it says, Actually, I quoted this Pasuk last week. The, the prayer of the poor person, the Zayhar, I quoted the Zayhar, it says that that is the, 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 the key to salvation. If you really want to get wealthy, you should be able to pray for it. As Rebbe Chaim points out, a person finds himself in Sar, in pain, the first thing you should do is think about the oneness of God. That everything, if this is happening to me, it is only from Hashem. It is all, I'm going to quote Shmuel Alex, I love this line. Um, there is a plan, and our, 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 our job is to do what we can, to push as hard as we can, to be the best at wherever we can, that Hashem puts us in, as it is all for our own good. And to be at that moment, when you think it's only Hashem, it's not Lufthansa, it's not South Africa, it's not Italy, it's not the stock market, it's not if somebody you know, has COVID-19 and they're going to walk by me, it's not, it's only from Hashem, and ultimately we understand, like we say Shema, that's the essence of Shema, that nar, only from Hashem, Hashem Echad, that Hashem, everything comes only from Hashem, that is the greatest merit to get through any spiritual negative force which wants to take you away from bracha and toivah. Pasuk says in Isaiah and Yeshaya that Hashem is the one who cares. Again, we're here listening as Klai Yisrael. We are, we are above all of the laws of nature of the Jewish people. 
Look, the fact that there's six and a half million Jews in Israel today is miracle all miracles historically and, and every level, even today. Every day, you know, actually, there's a Pesach in Yeshai that says our enemies will fight against us. If the Arabs would ever get together, there would be no Shia and Sunnis. You know, Hashem made the Shias and Sunnis, He broke them up 1,300 years ago that one day they, they, they should fight against each other, not against us. Because if they had ever joined Bedar Chatava, they'd overwhelm us. You think the IDF can fight 1.5 billion Muslims that surround Israel in 50-something countries? It's only because Hashem makes it that, that, you know, that they don't all join together to, to destroy us. Of course, we have to do our, 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 our due diligence. So we have to put ultimately our Hashem. Now, I wanted to end. You know, we're talking about health, and obviously our health, the health of the Kala Yisrael, we're davening for the sick people, and we're protecting ourselves. It's an interesting thing. We see Rufa'inu every day, when you daven the, the, the Shemona Esther, the Amidah, they say, God, you should heal us. Right? We look to God, because again, we need to do our Hashtalas. You're going to heal us. There's an amazing Gemara. I'm going to end with this. Talmud says in, in Rosh Hashanah, this Gemara, the Gemara's are talking about all about the judgments of the New Year, of Rosh Hashanah, of Yom Kippur, and the daily judgments as well. It says the, it says the Gemara the, uh, the following thing. Um, it's, it's a bracer. It was, of course, the, from the greatest students of Akiva, said the following thing. Shnaim Sha'al Lamita, there are two people who went to a deathbed. The and they had the same illness. Two people going to the the place where they used to execute people. to be judged, will they be executed or not? And they had the same crime, the same judgment. Zeyared One got up and one did not get up from the deathbed. Um, Zeni, so one was saved from the execution, and one was not saved. Why is it? Why was it? The same sickness, or the same judgment, why is it at times that one gets up and one does not, one is saved and one is not? Um, it says the Gemara, one prayed and was answered, one prayer was not answered. Frak the Gemara asked the Gemara, Why was one answered and one was not? One prayed a full tefillah and they were answered. And the other, or, or complete tefillah was answered. The other did not pray, they prayed. But they didn't play a complete tefillah and were not answered. I was Zaycha, I personally heard it's, it's printed in uh, in Matnas Khan, but I was in the Yeshiva when the Mashkirch of Laker, Matisal Salman, said this over many years ago. I'm not, many, I'm not that old, I don't know, 16, 17 years ago. And he, he, he quoted this Gemara. And he quoted this Gemara before Rosh Hashanah. And he said this following thing that his, his teacher, Rabbi Eliyahu Lapian, for those Amachai, Rabbi Lapin, was a nephew, Rabbi Abraham Chaim Lapin was a nephew of Rabbi Lapian. Rabbi Lapian was one of the great Gedolim, first in Lithuania, then in England, and he lived his last, last years in Israel. So Rabbi Lapian says the following thing. Right? Um, you are two people on their deathbed, and the doctors have given up on them. Or there are two people literally about to be executed. Right? We're not talking about two people who are mindless, like they're on their deathbed. Two people on, 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 the, on the platform to be executed. Um, 
What do you mean? They weren't praying. We're talking religious Jews. Okay? The Gemara is not talking about uh, a Jew who's agnostic. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I believe in God. You know, <laughs> there are two. The Gemara is talking about two Jews. One prayed and it was a full prayer. Was the answer one prayer? Effectively, Lapian. What do you mean? Who doesn't pray if you're if you're literally going to die? You're literally on a deathbed. Who's not going to pray with all their heart, all their soul, all their heart? A, a from Jew, a religious Jew. You, you're certainly going to pray. So this is an unbelievable thing. It really connects deeply, deeply to what I spoke about last night to the Ramchal. Hayela Do you ever think they would not pray and not have kavanah at that moment? When they're thinking about their death, and they're thinking about a beach, they're thinking about a, a, a falafel or a piece of pizza. What do you think they're thinking about? They're thinking about their lives. They're praying with all their hearts and souls. It's a how do you mean that they didn't have, they didn't have a tefillah shema? They didn't have kavanah. Says Reb El Yalapian. Certainly, they definitely prayed with a lot of kavanah. They were not thinking about going to the beach or a kosher beach or going to get a pizza or schnitzel or cholent or their bed or whatever they were thinking about. All the, all the things that, the silly things in life that we were thinking about or what they do for vacation. They weren't thinking about what, how they're going to redesign their kitchen. No, they were praying with their life on the line. They're praying. So, what's the difference? El Shalohaminu, those who do not pray to Shlema, they didn't believe in their prayers. They didn't have hope in their prayers. They pray like a profound. That's what you know. You're in your deathbed. You pray. You're about to be accepted. Oh, please God! But they didn't believe they could be saved. They didn't have hope in their prayers. They didn't have faith in their prayers. She has seen among the people and she makiras libem zakol Hashem hoshiyein of nivashaya. Right? God save us! But they didn't really think they're going to be saved. They didn't really think. They went to the line, they said, well, Sandra's all taking Germans, and they're not getting on the plane. Forget about it. And if you pray, we say to him, because it's a Jewish thing, we'll say to him, we'll clap, we'll just do that. No! That's not a tefillah shame. A tefillah shame means you believe because HaKadosh Baruch Hu fears the belt. HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Then my prayer could be answered. A tefillah shlema means I believe with all my heart and my soul that yesh tikva. There is hope. And why is there hope? There is hope because we spoke last night because Hashem runs the world. It's not up to the executioner. And if Hashem wants to save me, He'll get me better. And a person can be on a ventilator with COVID and he can cry out with hope and the mice will get better. And then the Matthew Simon finishes paragraph could die anyways but here because the Khana Bayameinu is talking about Sifar Rosh Hashanah and it connects to Shana Kippur, but I'll just say the paragraph before. The Khan Bayameinu says Saras Rabba Sikifan when there's many people that are sick. And people come and they pray, they make groups of the Hillam groups and they pray. They come to Dhamma Shul and they think they're praying, they think they're praying. They're praying to an extent, but they don't believe in their prayers. They don't believe, they don't really believe in Really, they're crying about the tragedy. You know, you see a guy crying. If he's not, it's a crying of like, Oy vey! It's not a crying of, 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 Hashem, save me. It's up to you, I know Hashem, you can get me out of any situation. You can, and if I'm supposed to be in it, so I'm supposed to be in it. 
But tefillah has a makar shoah. It's really a tefillah is makar shoah, a tefillah shleimah. That's a tefillah when we believe that our prayers have an effect. That is the power of bitach. That's not only get you through onto a plane. That tefillah shleimah is a schus wherever we are, we are in life. It. You know, sometimes Hashem does say no for reasons that are beyond our comprehension. But a tefillah shleima, a prayer from hope, a prayer which that can only come when we have true glasses of Torah. We have true bitach. When we realize not only does Hashem run everything, but it's the rats and Hashem is to do chesed and to give good. That is the source of hope. That's the true salvation, the true hope of bitachon. And really for ourselves, um, we should be inspired by to, uh, ourselves at this time to, to daven in such a way that we should be dominating with hope that Kaj Baruch in one second can give us, and you know, obviously for whatever reason, the world and we who live in this generation, who are, have our own tests and challenges, need to go through this. But, uh, but there's no question, like any chayla, like any time a person's sick, you shouldn't say, I'm sick, I'll stay sick, and this is what God wants. No, no. God wants us to pray. And he wants us to pray to get out of this situation. There's only one type of prayer that's really can be heard. It's a prayer of hope. That's a tefillah shlema. Because a prayer of hope really tells you and I and Hashem. It tells us and, and it brings the rotsin of Hashem. That Hashem, you and only you, Ikai Relayan, and you, Hashem, are the cause of all chesed and hope. Our tefillah should be scabble, And we should continue to, um, uh, you know... You know, work on it. We talk on it. We will pay. It will pay us dividends our whole life. You know, I just want to just say I said in the beginning. Uh, you know, many years ago, uh, when I was uh, in Lakewood, I went through bitachon at length. I spent. I mean, very honest. I spent two about uh, two years learning bitachon in depth. And the reason I did that is I, ha- I had to decide whether I was going to go to law school or not. Uh, and I was really questioning myself: Should I go to law school? Should I not go to law school? I ended up going for various reasons, and I don't use it uh, career-wise, but I have no regrets because I, I made the decision for the right reasons, and I made a decision to not be a lawyer for the right reasons. But I will tell you that going through Bitochon, um 18 plus years ago, 19, 18, 19 years ago, has transformed every day of my life. Uh, and obviously, I myself have a long way to go to even get close to a base of or a belly lot beyond. But the more we work on this and the more we utilize this scary time and dangerous time to get close to Hashem, Mir Hashem, not only will we, we get through this and the world get through this, we will be better, bigger people from it. So I'm going to wish everyone a good night and we'll reconvene tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Call to. Bye bye. Pleasure. Call to. Bye bye.